You know I love you. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 149 of Psychotic and Iconic. Policy here along with my co-hosts, Nick Theories and Philly Phil. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in to the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. Go ahead. Have it. Go ahead. Nick, turn your volume down. Go ahead. Have a field day. Go ahead. Turn. Yeah. Go ahead. It's your, go ahead. Turn. Just turn your volume off. I did. I'm sorry. Got to work on that. I do, bro. We're 149 episodes in. I know. For 148 of them, you've had on your, your volume. I'm a creature of habit. Sorry, bro. It's okay. I forgive you. Empathy. Oh, <laughs> I like that. I like that, yo. All right, let's get right into it with our NFL talk tonight. Let's get into the shits. Philly hit me. Let's get into the shits, baby. Oh, yeah. All right, so Adam Thielen signs with the Panthers. Um, the reason for him signing with the Panthers was he went on Pat McAfee, and he said that he believes they could win the Super Bowl. Um, he must have been dreaming when he said that. Or he was on DMT, one of those hallucinogenic drugs. Strong shit. Why do you say that? What if he what if he believes in his team? Oh my God. There's also a thing called reality. You can believe in your team and also be realistic. Well, were the free agents that signed with the Bengals when they went to the Super Bowl, were they realistic? What free agents signed with the Bengals? What wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about last year? No, when they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. But they weren't on there talking like that. Well, I know, but the the and thinking they, is even when you sign with a team, you're, of course, you can win the Super Bowl. Of course. Yeah. What are you going to say? Oh, yeah, I signed here because I got the bag. No, yeah. he thinks, oh, well, fuck that. We're going to win the Super Bowl. We have a good opportunity here. I like my coaching staff. I like the surrounding players around me. You don't go on there and say that they're going to win the Super Bowl. The Panthers have zero chance. He didn't to win say we're going to win the Super Bowl. He said we have a good chance. That's not, I mean, look, he's instilling confidence into his, into his team. I get it. I, I don't hate it. I, is he right about it? Are the Panthers going to win the Super Bowl or go to the Super Bowl? No, hell no. But I, I don't hate the quote. No, look, I get it. You believe in your team. You believe in your coach. And you want to believe in the organization. It was just when he said it, I was just kind of looking at him. And I'm like, really? You don't believe that. You don't think he believes that? No. I got to be honest with you. I don't think he does. You either. lost your two best skill players last year. <laughs> Not for nothing. But Adam, if Adam Thielen was anything special, Minnesota wouldn't let him go. Minnesota's coming off a great season. And now they're going there, and Adam Thielen's going to be the one with Shea Smith. And I can't even think of the other guy's name. Chenault. Chenault. That's it. And they got, um, what's his name? Terrace Marshall Jr. Mid. Yeah. And then you're going to get a rookie quarterback, Stroud or Young or Anthony Richardson. They're going to get Young. Now, Miles Sanders, I think, is a good addition. I actually really like that spot for Miles Sanders. I think he'll do good there, especially with uh, uh, Foreman back there, too. Um, but Well, no. Foreman, well, Foreman, Foreman's out. Not Foreman. Who's the Foreman's other one? out. Who's the other one? Um, what's his name? Uh, shit. Hubbard. Hubbard. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, Hubbard and Sanders kind of remind me of the same player. Skill set wise. Yeah. I, yeah. Kind of to a degree. So but I think, I think Hubbard would take more of the Gainwell role. So I think they're missing a big back. Do you think Hubbard will be the Gainwell role? Just a spot back? Probably. Will Myers, will Miles Sanders like that? Probably not. Probably but also, not. But he, he got also paid. got paid. He got paid. So but yeah, he didn't get paid care. that much. He's only making six six million a year, I think. Dude, I told you the running back market was yeah. You were dead really, right on that. Really low, man. And I, I I thought ten million was was low, but that's exactly where they're going. Well, you know? here's the thing. I think with everything that happened with Zeke, I think it's right now it's damn near impossible for a running back to get any big lucrative contract. Now that remains to be seen because of Eckler. 
with Eckler saying that he's unhappy and he he's really underpaid and he wants to be paid more. And Eckler should get paid more. I agree. Even though last year and to start out the year through like the first five or six games, I think everyone was confused at his usage, especially fantasy owners, because he was essentially he was legitimately splitting time with Sony Michelle and um, Larry Round or not Round and Joshua Kelly. Josh Kelly. Yeah. So I mean, I think like Austin Eckler is somebody you should pay. No, no doubt about it. I mean, the guy's going to get you 20 touchdowns. He's going to get you 100 catches if you throw him the ball. He's awesome. He's he's everything you want in a running back. I don't understand why nobody would want to pay him like like that. Yeah, um, I know. I'm the same way with him. Um, but going back to Miles Sanders, uh, yeah, that market, I really over overvalued it because I thought that Josh Jacobs, if he wasn't franchise tagged, he was going to try to get $15 million. But I don't think a running back will get that for years. No. I don't, no. I, I don't I just don't see it because Unless you got like an Adrian Peterson type of cat Correct. or you got a Derrick Henry like Derrick Henry makes pretty good money he deserved it yes but he is the entire team when you're running the ball 30 times a game and you have no wide receivers like I get that he is your whole team. I personally think he's underpaid um absolutely be because if if wide receivers are getting 20 plus million dollars a year and they're just one position and their positions actually dependent on the quarterback then the, then a running back like Derrick Henry is really underpaid and the thing is with Derrick Henry is he catches passes too, not a not not a lot, but he he's doing he is not as much. He's as, caught more. Yeah, but not as much as you would like to see. No, I actually but, think they need to. But in more. my opinion, I actually kind of think it kind of does him a service, um, in a good way because it it, it just it's it, it leaves more tread on the tires for him. Because well, even so, he's still running the ball 25, 30 times a game. Well, that, well he, no. he doesn't but look if like he catches and he runs the ball for 25, 30 times, you're going to be a lot more wear and tear on the tire. Whereas if you have a running back that can catch passes and he's faster in terms of route running ability and can get open quicker, then yeah, you want somebody on, on you know, as uh, backing him up like that. Agree. Personally, agreed. I, that's, that's how I would do it. Yeah. And now, so going back to the Panthers, realistically, what do you think the Panthers could actually, how many games do you actually think they could win this year? Because I don't think they could win more than five or six. Well, and I think if they won five games with a rookie QB, I think that would be a successful season. For well, them. I don't, I, I think their defense is pretty good. I think their defense can keep them in the games. If they can run the football effectively, if they can, you know, chew up the clock, play good defense uh, and score, you know, 20 23 points i think they could be pretty all right they could be pretty good i don't think I they don't could think score that many points though maybe not maybe they don't not. have like they legitimately got rid of their two best skill players and who i mean is Thielen really the wide receiver one i doubt he it. was kind of effective effective as a as a two i doubt it but who's to say they're done making moves at the wide receiver position too you know because like when you sign adam Thielen, you're you're thinking he's going to be a slot receiver or a wide receiver too but it's he's who not can a one they, who can they get where they don't have to trade because they can't really trade anything. Well, that's true. They got rid of it. That's what I'm saying. For of one of the quarterbacks. Yeah. And like that's cool because again, if they get the right quarterback, the picks don't matter. Or there's something big in the works that we don't know about because if Adam Thielen's talking like that, then maybe they got something cooking. I doubt it. I don't even know how they could. Because again, why would you I don't know. Maybe maybe the Texans bite, but I mean the Texans are the Texans have a lot from the Browns. So maybe the Texans are in there, but I doubt it because I don't like you don't see anything linking the Panthers to Young, mm -hmm. and everything is linking the Texans to Young. So I don't really know how they go from there, to be honest. I don't either. But all right, now Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Have you ever seen a an MVP and a superstar player like this 
like have this this be this confusing in the open market um no but it's the perfect storm for him though i mean if you think about it like we talked about this man like he's been hurt the last two years he wants a guaranteed contract it's not going to happen teams are not willing to do that they're just not and you know th there's a price tag for him you got to give up two first round picks and you got to pay him 200 plus million guaranteed who's going to we want to do that well that's that's reported no, but that's 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 actually a fact, bro. No, nobody's ever come. He never came out and said that he wanted two hundred million guaranteed. He's never; those words have never been spoken. That's all been speculation. No, I'm talking about in, in terms of the compensation for him. Like two number one picks is going to be what it's going to be to but take Lamar Jackson. But the but the money guaranteed. But the money guaranteed. All right, but not maybe two hundred plus. But I'm talking he's going to want near two hundred. But my he turned down one hundred thirty three million guaranteed. How much? I know. Do you think I get it. Down? But he could want five years, and it couldn't be so much about just getting the guaranteed money at one thirty. It could just be that he wants the long term security. No, it, it's all about the money. The money. I, I, I don't know money, though. No, the security comes with the with, with the guaranteed contract. Okay, agreed. If you there, got one hundred thirty three million dollars guaranteed. You are secured, bro. I don't give a fuck how many play how many years you play. I, you I play know, three bro. years. You're set for life, bro. Well, here's the thing. There's so many questions because it's all been speculation. He's never said anything. He's never said what he's guaranteed. Now, apparently, he's gonna be putting something out on Twitter or his YouTube channel addressing everything going on. But I mean, that's a bad sign. I don't. That's a bad sign. You I just not don't do get that. it. But apparently now he hired an agent that's not part of like the NFL agent group or whatever, and he's now reaching out to teams because. And apparently now he's saying like it's not guaranteed. It's not two hundred million. So I don't know what it is. I just don't think at this point. I don't even think he wants to go back to the Ravens. No, why would you? And I don't blame him. No, there's blood on the league. And the Ravens are screwed. And I can't wait. I can't wait. I. I mean, look, dude. I. Do I blame the Ravens? No, I don't. I don't get it. He's he's 45 and 16 as a starter. Yep. He won an MVP, has led the league in touchdowns, mm -hmm. been to the playoffs, won a playoff game. Like what am there's something going on. And I I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it because it doesn't make any sense. You had people jumping out of the building interested in Deshaun Watson, but they're not interested in Lamar Jackson. You have people that will give up three first round picks to go get Trey Lance. You have people giving up three first round picks to get Carson Wentz to move up and get Robert Griffin. To move up and get all these players, Jamal Adams. When they signed, when they traded for, when the Jets traded for Jamal Adams, they got two first round picks. And what you're, what you're missing, there's, you're missing something. And what you're saying, what am I missing? So when you say you're giving up three first round picks for so and so player, like an unknown player, mm -hmm. right, like a rookie, you're, you're, you're missing the fact, the financial aspect, because mm -hmm. when you pay Lamar Jackson fifty million dollars for three, four years of what you will pay a rookie. Like he's getting paid fifty million times four. It's two hundred. The rookie's getting what twenty five million. So that's that's where you're you're willing to pay because then you're able to structure your team in those three four years with more cap space. That's exactly why teams do that. So my rebuttal to that would be: so you would rather take a chance and mortgage your future for two or three first round picks and get an unknown. As opposed to getting somebody that you already know is a top 10 quarterback, a star, and has won an MVP. Yep, it's for cheaper. For two first rounders. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. Well, you, sometimes you got to piper up. It's not always about being frugal and being cheap. Well, it's a business, too. It is a business. That's what But I'm sometimes saying. you got to overpay when you really want something. Like, do you want to win? Because that's all I hear is we want to win. We want to win. Okay, well, you can get a player that you know if the Falcons get Lamar Jackson, they're the favorites in that division. If the Panthers got him, they're the favorites. If the Colts get him. They're probably, uh, I don't know, because of the Jags, but they'd be second, but they'd be right in the running. Yeah. So I don't like, I just, for the whole Lamar story, I don't understand it.
I really don't understand it. You know what you're getting. Why would you take an unknown? Oh yeah, the money. Okay, but well, that's that's that's. But why you're you still. Do it. So what if you draft Joe Joe Burrow? Yeah, he's on that. But if you get him, you're going to have to pay him. See, I was on that wave. What you're talking about, but then when I actually thought about it, like the business aspect of the NFL. It makes sense to just pay the Piper for the draft picks to get the younger quarterback because you pay him for nothing. But either way, you and have you to pay him up. eventually. Yeah, you do. But it, it it really depends because the market fluctuates. It does. No, I understand that. But either way, like if you hit a home run on your draft pick in four years, you're paying him. Sure. But you have four years. You got four years to 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 kind of sculpt your team to where you could fit his large contract, but also you can you have pieces that you drafted in the midst of that, and you can keep. Well, so but look it's, at a situation building. That's look at a situation though, like the 49ers. What are they missing? Well, they're missing a quarterback. I, to, they built arguable, their whole team. Arguable. They missed their whole. They but they built their whole team and they can't get anywhere. It's arguable. Well, they were getting. I don't think they're Jason. missing a quarterback. I think they have two quarterbacks. I think they're just trying. They're, they're trying to figure out who they want to start. Maybe I don't. I have no idea on that. But that's a bad problem because if you have two quarterbacks, you don't have a quarterback. See, I think it's a good problem. It was good for the Eagles. Uh, yeah, it did. It worked out for the Eagles because the Eagles I got guess compensation in the long for, for, for Wentz. They got a first-round pick and a third-round pick for a bum, and then they got Jalen Hurts, who's a franchise quarterback. But at the time, I'm just saying, when you have two quarterbacks like that, this one's in, this one's out. You got the team rooting for the backup. When you have two, you don't have any. Mac Jones and Bailey Zapp, that was a disaster. That's better than the Carson Wentz and Jalen because Jalen turned out to be a stud. But Bailey Zapp and Mac Jones, the amount of pressure on Mac Jones after he, was, he fills Tom Brady's shoes, makes the playoffs, comes back, the team is horrible. It was built horrible. He goes out on an injury. Bailey Zapp throws for 300 yards for two games. Th then you don't know who your starting quarterback is. Well, see, I like to see that's a good problem to have because when your backup quarterback is producing like that, his stock value goes up. So you're able to trade him and make some moves to help your but team But nobody out. really – I'm just saying – Nobody really does that. The last person I think to do a deal like that I, I think is Matt Flynn, where he played good in Green Bay for a few games. Seattle paid him crazy. And then Russell Wilson, that was drafted in the third round, comes in and steals a spot. But they owed Matt Flynn all that money. So, like, it, it can work either way. I know what it you're can, saying. Yeah. But I'm just saying, why would you not take the proven commodity that you know can play at an MVP? Like, I don't think Lamar's MVP years are behind him. He's 26. And he has two injuries. Back-to-back so, -back years. And Deshaun Watson was a rape, rape people. And this one – and this I'm one, not defending that contract, but though. I never defended it. Kyler Murray has been injured more than Lamar. Lamar's not injury-prone. It's just the last two years he got injured. It, well, well, Kyler Murray played chess. So exactly what he did. Yeah, to a degree. playing checkers and waiting for their deal. He got his deal two years before. Well, apparently him. the whole thing with Lamar, too, is they were saying that, three, that last year or the year before that they were trying to pay him. Again, I don't really know because – it's all speculation. Nobody knows how much he's truly asking for or what the holdup is. I don't think anybody knows his worth. What I mean, is his worth. What's his, what is his dollar amount? What more than Russell basic? Wilson and more than Kyler Murray. It doesn't I, have to be Deshaun why Watson. Why would it be more than Russell Wilson? Because right now he's better. And it's not even an argument. He's Nick. I mean, the only player that has, I think, a better winning percentage than him is Patrick Mahomes. And where has it gotten him in, in, in the postseason? He's not he's been made a title game. He's I, I I understand you that you can't make two hundred million dollars and not make a title game. I, I Deshaun Watson is an anomaly. I get it, but well, that contract is literally well, what it is. Not it's for an nothing. anomaly. It's well, never going to be happening. Again. I understand that, but Josh Allen got paid and has regressed the last two years. Well, Josh Allen's also a fucking. He's I, I no he's no, no, no I don't want to hear. It. He's in, he's 
He's literally the entire offense. I understand, but that's not my problem. No, it's not. He's got Stefan Diggs. Bro, he puts up way better stats than Lamar Jackson, and it's not even fucking close. That's not what I'm talking about, but That's though. why he got So paid. do you want stats and regression, well, or he, do you want progression well, and lesser stats? He, he, he went to the title game. Lamar Jackson never even sniffed that, bro. He did. He was in the divisional round. And got his ass and blown the fuck out. That wasn't Lamar Jackson, though. That was the defense. Look, look at Lamar Jackson's numbers from that from that game. Lamar's, Lamar's numbers in that game against the Titans were good. It was the defense that let them down. The defense got ran all over by Derrick Henry. Lamar Jackson's against the Titans. Lamar Jackson against the Titans when we were at Chickies and Peets. He played good that game? I'm pretty positive he did. Go look at his stats. Let's look at it right now. Look at it for me. If I'm wrong, I'm going to be highly upset and embarrassed. Okay, so, but that's lost, okay. so the Ravens and on, on that he had like game, they lost, 20, they lost 28 to 12. He had 365 passing yards, one touchdown, and two picks. And then he had 20 carries for 143 yards. So he accounted for 500 yards. What, what am I missing? He accounted for 500 yards and scored 12 points. What am I missing, dog? How much did the, what was the final score of that game? What am I missing? What was the final score of that game? 28 to 12. Okay. His team, now I'm not saying that he should have put up more than 12, but. And he was home. I understand that. But I'm saying is that he still put on, again, with garbage around him. I don't give a shit about garbage. If you're putting up 500 yards, you were 14 and two. You were seven to one at home. You had a divisional game at home against the against the Titans, who were nine and seven that year. They were five and three on 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 uh, on the road, and you lose by 16 points. You should be ashamed of yourself. Absolutely. So what happened to the Bills? Yeah, he got 500 yards, but who cares? Remind me. Uh, it the didn't Bills. do anything. It, the- it, was, it wasn't impactful. When Brady lost the Super Bowl to the Eagles, his yards were impactful. Because they were always in the game. Yes, they were impactful, bro. He had five hundred and fucking five passing yards, and they were all impactful because he was. They lost by one score. I and it was. I it, get it that, but he lost. Point. He lost. But what I'm saying is, his yards and his production was impactful to the game. Lamar Jackson's numbers are great, but based on the scoreboard, what did it do for him? Okay, so he. I two- know a team. I know a team last year that went fourteen and three. Okay, their quarterback. In the divisional round, was twenty-five of forty-two for two hundred and sixty-four yards, zero Hector Zeroni touchdowns and one interception. <laughs> Do you know who that quarterback is? Yeah, it's probably Josh Allen. Thank you. Like Come compare- on down. Bro. No, I'm not comparing them. I'm just comparing that. Would you rather have a guy that went for five hundred yards and put up twelve, and he's trash, or would you rather have a guy put up ten? No touchdowns, 264 yards, and a pick. I mean, come on, but that's what I'm saying is that nobody believes in Lamar Jackson, the thrower. So they're overanalyzing and being and and out and out almost outsmarting themselves. Lamar Jackson's an underrated thrower, and he's a top 10 quarterback. He's a former MVP. His date, his best days are not behind them. And nobody wants them. It doesn't make any sense. It does make sense, though. Mike, look at the stats. The stats tell the whole story, bro. He hasn't thrown over 3,000 yards he's since 2019. He's missed games. That's exactly why he's not getting paid. Because when you are a running quarterback and you are getting injured this early on and your price tag commands two first-round picks along with a huge guaranteed contract, teams are going to say, fuck no. So All day long, bro. So would you rather have... And I, I, I think Lamar Jackson is very talented. I think he's an awesome quarterback, but I think he is, you know, well above what everybody's talking about because I, I, I don't see it, dude. You, you haven't thrown... His highest passing total was 3,127 yards. Josh Allen has that in 12 games in the season. Okay. that's what. And where's it gotten him? 
It got, him to, it got him the one title game. Nick. And, and it's more than Lamar. And he's 52 and 25 as a starter. Lamar Jackson's 45 and 16. Okay. What I mean, so would you rather be 45 and 16 and have a little bit less passing yards, or would you rather be 52 and 25 and have 2,000 more passing yards? I want the wins. I don't care if it's pretty. Give me the wins. I want the 55 and 25 because that gave me more experience. Oh, for Christ's sake. Oh, my God, dude. You're unbelievable. Did it not? No, it Why didn't. Not? It, it got did. me far. I got me. I got. I was. I was farther in the playoffs. I experienced a title game. I know what it's like. I know the atmosphere. I was on the road. It wasn't like Josh Allen lost at home to on a title game. It's, he lost on the road to a respectful and that was two years ago. Who happens to be on a dynasty run? And now he's regressing. I, totally regressing. Led the league in in, in turnovers. Leading the league in turnovers. According to what? Leading the league in turnovers okay, so. and not making it past or to the AFC title game in two years. So you're saying he's regressing in Absolutely. Terms of, as a quarterback. Absolutely Be he has. Because of his turnovers? Do you, is, is are, this are, what do good, me? Yeah, do good quarterbacks turn the ball over? Okay, so if you want to say regressing is one less touchdown and one less pick, then be my guest. Yeah. Okay. So how? Because so his picks. So his interceptions are high still. No, they went down by one. So Nick. So but that's, and that's his, a touchdown went down. Oh, regressing, and he went bro, down in wins. He, he is as fucking consistent as you can be, bro. Yeah, he's the a second-round exit. The last three years, he's been excellent. 4,500 passing yards, 37 touchdowns. 4,400 passing yards, 36 touchdowns. 4,300 passing yards, and 35 touchdowns. That is model of consistency. I know what you mean about the... the, so, about I'm the picks. so if I'm hearing you correctly... The picks, the picks he's averaging 13 a year. He had 10, One 15, and 14. <laughs> okay, but the guy is getting you 4,000 fucking passing yards guaranteed along with like a thousand rushing yards I, I, and Lamar Jackson's giving you 3,000 passing yards no, he's not even missing doing those games no he's not even doing and running that. he's not even doing and that. Josh Allen's doing it with Stefan Diggs and Lamar Jackson's doing it with Rashad Bateman okay so L Lamar Jackson played 12 games and has 2,242 passing yards come on bro these are these are Baker Mayfield Nick, numbers. Who were his who were his wide receivers? These are Baker Mayfield numbers. I don't care. That don't bother me. I like Baker Mayfield. I, that's, I'm not. Saying, what I'm saying is these are Baker Mayfield numbers. Where, but where are his? Josh Allen would have the same exact shit on the Ravens. That's really cap. No, right? it's really not. You think Josh Allen would have 17 touchdown passes on Probably, the Ravens? Dude, the, the wide receivers are here, horrible. Bro. The wide Mark, receivers are horrible. Mark Andrews would be even better. So he would throw him open. Bro, on, Josh bro. Allen is uh, is very good, dude. Like, Lamar, I'm not saying that he isn't. I love, like, look, bro, you're getting it confused. But when we're talking about a big contract like this, you have to be weary about certain things. The guy hasn't thrown for three thousand, more than three thousand passing yards since 2019, bro. He hasn't done that. And you want? To and he's 45 and 16 though, but he's winning the game because they have a good defense. The Ravens have a good system. Lamar fits that system. The offense is tailored around Lamar Jackson's skill set. That's why. That's why they're successful. They can they're they're able to chew the clock, play good defense. That's that that's complementary football. The Ravens have always played complementary football, Mike. Well, where they've was that complimentary last year? They've never been a high offense and 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 terrible defense team. They've always had a really good defense. And that's why they're not going to win shit because that's not what the NFL is anymore. You need wide receivers. Well, look, the bro. Ravens have never had a Pro Bowl wide receiver. Well, that's a well, that's that's not that that's not something I, I can't comment on. That. I, no, that's not something I'm just, I don't know. I'm just I don't know about that. That nobody really knows how effective Lamar is. Mark Mark Andrews is what at worst the third best tight end in the league. At worst, he's the third best tight end in the league. Yeah. Who's throwing him the ball? How is he racking up all those touchdowns, all those numbers, all those yards? I don't understand it. Somebody's throwing him the ball. Well. 
His does Mark a quarterback's what, best friend is the tight end. I understand. So that. that's why would Mark Andrews' numbers drop off if he had Tyler Huntley all year next year? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. Why? Uh, because Tyler Huntley might be a little bit more hesitant to throw the ball. Or he's just Lamar, not as good Lamar as Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Well, well, Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews have a, a be, much better rapport than Obviously. With, with Huntley. I know. I'm That's just saying. They, I'm just saying. I would like to see Lamar have a fair chance with a dynamic wide receiver because Josh Allen was trash his rookie year. He didn't have Stefan Diggs. Stefan, I mean, Josh Allen did not burst onto the scene and pop until Stefan Diggs got there. That is a fact and it's a fair criticism. And I'm not saying that to hate on Josh Allen. I'm just simply saying it well, because Stefan Diggs got better with Josh Allen. He as absolutely did. He was with he the did. He not Stefan Diggs Way upped better. his game too. But I mean, Josh Allen is head and shoulders. Stefan Diggs was never regarded as a top five wide receiver before he went to the Bills. Agreed. Was never. Agreed. Now he's like top three. And that's because it's predicated on the quarterback. It's throwing the ball. It helps, bro. You, you need but that. But if the, if the Bills lost Stefan Diggs, do you think Josh Allen would throw for 5,500 yards? Do you really think that he would have the same exact numbers? Because his interceptions would go up. No, I, I don't think he would have the same numbers because you do need good players around you. So, like, but I, that's, I get it. But I, that's my argument with Lamar Jackson, bro. But what you're saying is you're saying, all right, well, why don't you take a shot? Okay, you know how, how, how very expensive that shot is? So you take a shot for Jamal Adams and Jalen Ramsey? They gave up two first round picks and then Jalen Ramsey got 20 million a year. It's been done. Why is it not? Why can you do it for a cornerback, but you can't do it for a, for a star quarterback? Because teams make mistakes and teams realize that. Really? They got a yes. Super Bowl out of that. Was that a mistake? No, I don't think the Rams no, made a mistake. No, no say, you're twisting my words. No. Jamal, Jamal Adams was a mistake. I understand that. Jalen yes. Ramsey wasn't. Jalen Ramsey, they paid, they overpaid for him, yes, but they got a ring out of it. He was That's locked all down. You need. Jalen Ramsey was locked down. He was the best cornerback in the game at the time. Arguable. You could argue. You could argue him and Gilmore were the right. Yeah, arguable. I would say, I would say Gilmore, but yeah. I know that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying you could at least say at worst he was the second best. Yeah, so he so, deserved to get paid. Right. But my point is, is that they have made those trades before for less of an impactful player. I mean, who's gonna be more impactful? But, an MVP but, quarterback or a cornerback? But when you give up two first round picks, well, I, I well, Jalen Ramsey didn't go for two first round picks, did he? Yeah, to the Rams. Two two first? He got two first round picks. He played out his okay. rookie year and then he and then he signed the the big deal. Well, that, that makes sense then because he's he played out his rookie his rookie. I year. think anyway. I don't know if he got signed. I think he got signed the year after in that offseason right. when but they were a cornerback is much less than a quarterback. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm saying. you're paying for a corner, but you're not paying for a quarter. Because it's much less. Much less what? Money? Oh, much less money. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's but even so because you got to build a team. I understand that, but paying a cornerback twenty million is a lot. Like well, Jalen Ramsey didn't take a pay cut. Well, no, they were able to because they had Jared Goff under under his rookie deal. No, Jared Goff got extended with them, didn't he? Jared Goff, they didn't extend Jared Goff. I don't think so. The, the Lions. No, 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 no. Yes, they did because the 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 Lions took on that massive contract. The Lions didn't extend J Jared Goff. You sure? Yeah, Jared Goff got extended, I believe, when Carson Wentz did. Yeah, you're right. Four years, 134 million. I'm positive. He got it uh, at the end of 2018. For real, for real. Well, when, Carson Wentz. Yeah, when they went to the Super Bowl. Him. Yeah, okay. So that's what I'm saying is that it, it has been done. Look, I, I get it, but when you look at the history of it, it, it's just it doesn't look good for Lamar. It just doesn't. It, to me, everything that's going on just makes total sense to me, and it's not because I'm I'm I, I, I'm taking the fan out of it. I'm looking at it from a business perspective. So am I. And I just, we just differ on that philosophy. And that's obviously it's whatever. But I'm just saying, if I was running, like if you were running a franchise and I was running a franchise, I'm taking the proven commodity that I've already seen have massive amounts of success before I'm gambling three first round picks and getting an unknown.
because it, it depends on the state I, of my team though because if my team is you know bottom five right now and i'm going to ante up and get a quarterback that doesn't really move the leverage for me because i'm only at the middle of the pack Car i still have to build a team and then and free agency already passed my point so what, what, so what good does that i think lamar jackson gets traded after the draft and it goes back to what i heard nick wright say and it makes total sense a team that gets lamar is getting exponentially better the moment he steps into the building so if you have a high draft pick like the Colts at number four and you wait until after the draft and you give him an offer sheet next year, you're thinking that pick's going to be 28, 29, 30, 31. That would make sense. That's when Lamar Jackson is going to get an offer. It's going to be after the draft to one of them high teams. That's what I think. I don't know about that. Where? Do, all right. So what's his top five destinations? You think number five, I have the Patriots. The reason I have them number five, wow. and I'm not all Patriots. I'm not all in on them, is because they're it's going to be the same problem that he's running into in Baltimore. Great defense, wide receivers are terrible. No tight end either. Yeah, and no tight end. Number four, I have the Vikings. Uh, I think he will be really good with Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook if Dalvin Cook does return. But um, I like the other player too. Um, we were talking about him in fantasy. I can't think of his name. Uh, Osborne, KJ Osborne. I think he's really good too. Mm -hmm. uh, number three, I have the Jets. Um, great defense, good skill players. If they can't get Aaron Rodgers, they should turn the page and go look to get Lamar Jackson. hundred percent. I love the jets for him. Uh, number two, I have the commanders, Gr good offensive line, good defense, phenomenal skill players. The commanders to me would fit perfect. Mm -hmm. I don't want them in the NFC East at all. I don't want to do that. Cause right now Jalen hurts is the best quarterback in the NFC and the overwhelming favorite in my opinion, for the Eagles to get back to the Super Bowl. And then number one, the team we were talking about earlier, the 49ers. If they, if Lamar Jackson got traded to the 49ers, they are head and shoulders the favorites to win it all. Hands down. Hands down. That defense, disagree. those teams, wild. With Kyle Shanahan, come on, bro. You made the NFC Championship game with Mr. Irrelevant, Jimmy G, and Trey Lance. Yep, and guess what? And when it's cold as fuck out there and, oh and, and the fucking blistering cold in January and you're going to be up against a good defense in Philadelphia, good fucking luck. Bro. Do you trust Brock Purdy or, or Lamar Jackson in Philly? Again, you are so wild, bro. I mean, you're asking you me, are so you're wild. Asking me condescending fucking questions, bro. You're asking me Lamar Jackson or Brock Purdy. What kind of shit is that? You well, I'm asking you. Think, they just, the 49ers you think just got. I'm going to say Brock Purdy, dog. Well, <laughs> I'm, I don't know what you're going to say because you're telling me that, oh, you got to worry about the cold. I don't know. The 49ers got there perfectly fine with Brock Purdy. I would like to think that Lamar Jackson's a little bit better. No, well, they didn't. The Niners didn't go through the cold, did they? They went to, the, they played the Eagles. Yeah, but and the saying, NFC Championship game. I know, but I didn't trust Brock Purdy then. That's what I'm saying. I didn't but trust that's what I'm him. saying. But if the, I didn't trust them, if the 49ers came to anybody's building with um, Lamar Jackson, they would be feared. I saw Tua play in Buffalo in a snowstorm, and he was fine. Lamar Jackson's better than Tua. He's a better thrower than Tua. He's a better runner than Tua. Again, that's what I'm talking about with the Lamar shit. It's just being blown way out of proportion. Playing in the cold, injuries, all that. It's unfair. You talk to me like Lamar Jackson is just great thrower of the football. I, I, no, I just, I just think he's underrated as a thrower. I think he's an I, underrated I think thrower. he's, based on what you are telling me and the energy you are presenting while you're saying what you're saying, he, to me, it's, he's wildly overrated. Oh, God. Wildly overrated in terms of throwing the football, dude. No, wildly underrated, bro. He's putting up good enough. Bro, he is 45 and 16 as a starter and won MVP. 
Seriously, look at his wide receivers, bro. Like, you have to at least admit that. Look at who he's throwing the ball to. You tell me Josh Allen's regressing, but and you look at Lamar Jackson, you can't tell me he's regressing? That's Outside that's of injuries, ridiculous. no. Outside of injuries, no. I meant with Josh Allen, I meant he's regressing in terms of success. Each of the last two years, he's gone down. Well, so he, got eliminated. Jackson. he got eliminated in the divisional. So round. has Lamar. Because I'm saying that Josh Allen still got paid. Well, yeah, I've, absolutely. He's a, he's a franchise quarterback. You're not going to let him walk out the building. And, neither is, and, and so is Lamar Jackson. I, I know. But the way their situation is, it, it I see why the Ravens are not willing to pay him. Bro. Okay, well, here's the thing. He played 12 games the last two years. He's not available for his team. Nick. If I'm paying you $200 million guaranteed, and we are in January. We are in a playoff hunt. I fucking need you. I okay. need my two hundred dollar, two hundred million, two hundred dollar, two hundred million dollar quarterback to be available in January. Point blank. I don't want to worry about it. I don't want to stress about it. He needs to be. Available. But my point is, is that the Cardinals caved on Kyler, and that is the problem. Is that Kyler got paid, and who's been more injured than Kyler? And I don't care if it's chess or checkers or he got paid early, he got that. He got paid no matter which way you want to slice it. I'm not saying Lamar doesn't deserve it. What I'm saying is based on what the Ravens are looking at, yeah. I could see why they're moving the way they're moving. And you know what? I want him to leave the Ravens. So next year when they win six games, I could just sit there and laugh and say, ah, you had somebody that could have probably won you some more games. Hey, look, man, three years, 133 million guaranteed. That's not a bad contract to me. I it's don't know. Not, I don't know what the holdup is. I don't know. You got it has to come years, out. Three years, one hundred and thirty-three million guaranteed for three fucking years. Nick, but to them, we have to understand one hundred and thirty-three million is a lot to us, not to them. It's a very different. There are levels. There, Bro, it's forty-four levels. million a year. I understand that. With your running style. That's a that's a slam dunk. Because at any moment in, in those seasons, you get hurt. But him, you are guaranteed $133 million. I get that. But he has said this. So has Rashad Bateman. They were saying that they wanted the team to throw more, but the offensive coordinator was running it all the time. Because they that's a specialty. That. No, it's because they don't have wide receivers to throw the ball no, to. It's because that's exactly what he's very good at, that you want to use your strength. No shit. That's the point. But Nick, but I don't know. But he doesn't have wide receivers to throw the ball. And we you can gotta, argue this you gotta, gotta, you gotta, as a quarterback, you gotta be the leader to get your wide receivers up to speed. I don't care who you're throwing to. It shouldn't matter. It, sh it really, it really shouldn't. As a quarterback, Nick, I swear to God, if Josh Allen was throwing to Isaiah McKenzie and fucking Gabe Davis, he would not be throwing for 5,000 yards. He'd be, he would have trouble getting to 4,000. He'd be all right. No, no. You didn't say that with your chest, and you he'll said he would right. be all right. He'll be all right. Because you know that. I, I, I trust the talent in Josh Allen, bro. I like what he does on the football Give field. me your five teams, please. Because my, my, heart, my heart's racing. Give me your five teams. So, uh, number one, I got Atlanta Falcons. To me, it's a slam dunk. He would fit perfectly with Atlanta. I'm actually – I actually should have mentioned them over the Perfectly with Atlanta. Uh, Marcus Mariota had some, some pretty decent success, I would say, in Atlanta for his first year. I know it didn't amount to a contract extension or anything, and they didn't make the playoffs, but – Marcus Mariota, to me, played decent enough, but Lamar Jackson and him had the same skill, similar skill set. I think Lamar Jackson in that system would put the Falcons at least the favorites in the South. And, uh, yeah, they would be one of the scary teams because they got Drake London, Kyle Pitts, Tyler Algier, who's a, who slept on. Um, and, you know, they got other – they got other uh, – They actually have – they have good skill players. They got cap space to move around too. So I, I like the, uh, the Falcons. Two, I would say stay put with the Ravens. Um, familiarity with the system and it's it's home to him you know uh he's been there for his whole career five years three uh now this is where things get interesting and then this is where i thought to the adam feeling thing 
And I, I, I feel like, I feel like Lamar, I, I feel like Carolina might be uh, in pursue mode. I know the GM came How out. How could they said, get him though? Number one pick overall. There you go. Right. Here's your number one pick. Give us Lamar Jackson. Do you think they would actually take that? Well, but at that point you could, but at that point, no, you're missing. You're, you just gave up that first round pick two more first and two more seconds and dj Moore. well what if you just said fuck man we made a mistake i don't really like any of these kids and if we can get lamar jackson for the number one overall pick i'll take him. that's really bad management because you could have got him for less you know that so, no, no, I, I know you're that saying, was but... my, yeah that was the first thing i thought of when adam Thielen said that i was like man maybe he knows something like yo maybe he thinks well that's that, that's theory maybe maybe he thinks carolina is gonna go after lamar jackson and he, he's thinking if we get lamar jackson we could run the football we have a good defense we score some points. We're going to be very good. And you know, what's and crazy we're though? in a weak ass division. I I think they would they would be the obviously be the favorites in the division. But I think it's a similar situation. No skill players. Miles Sanders is good, but come on, bro. Adam Thielen, he's passed, bro. You got to make your teammates better. Though. He's over the hill. If you're making two hundred million dollars, you got to make them better. He will make them better, but there's a difference between making them better and setting unrealistic expectations. Like what? Adam Thielen isn't going to turn into a fifteen hundred yard wide receiver. But what's the unrealistic expectation? So if you get Lamar Jackson, you got to be thinking Super Bowl, right? Absolutely. Right. But you need to have skill players around you. It's the same exact team as the Ravens. So if Lamar Jackson goes to the Panthers, you don't think they're they're a Super Bowl contender right now? No. Why? They don't have enough on offense. Well, if you if you're worth two hundred million dollars, bro, and you are fighting tooth and nail for your contract, uh -huh. you better be the light. Well, he player. obviously believes that. But Josh Allen wouldn't make them a Super Bowl contender. Joe Burrow wouldn't uh, make them a Super Bowl contender. You're out of your I don't fucking know about mind. That. Those two quarterbacks you mentioned right there. I, well, I, don't I, know. I have a hard time believing Josh Allen can't go to the Super Bowl with Stefan Diggs, and he's going to do it with Adam fucking Thielen. Oh, it's a different conference and a different. Oh uh, yeah, 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 different conference. That makes all the difference. It does. It <laughs> does. The AFC is stacked, bro. You're really amazing. You're an amazing human the being. The AFC is stacked, Mike. You well, I just. I don't know. I watched them go up against uh uh what's that quarterback's name? That third stringer? Skylar Thompson. I watched him go in a dog fight with Skylar Thompson. It was one of those mediocre games. I know. It's always play, something. It's amazing. You, you play down the competition. Not if you're 200 million. You gotta well, play up. It happened. Okay. All right, go ahead. Who's your, four, who's your fourth team, brother? I love you so much. I really do. <laughs> you're so amazing. But yeah, getting Carolina <laughs> would be really interesting. If they did that, they are the create they that they will be made fun of for a long time. It would time. be really interesting because those comments that he made were very uh eye opening. I do love the theory though. I really do. So that would be cool. I mean, number one overall pick is really hefty for a 26 year old. But then again, but no, Nick, it's not even that. It's it's what you did before that, because at that point you gave up five picks and your best player. Yeah. And DJ at Moore. that point, it really doesn't make any sense to go get him because you lost a wide receiver as you're trying to build. That's what I'm saying. But you never know. Mm -hmm. Things get real, really weird in the NFL, and you don't know who's thinking what. For Four, I got the Commanders. I agree with you. Their skill position players are ama amazing, and uh, they they would be great. <laughs> Jahan Dotson, dude, they Harry would be Martin. they would be if you put Lamar Jackson on the Commanders, yeah. they would be probably I would say the second favorite to win the conference. Mm. No, I disagree. Who besides the Eagle? Who would you put that you would say definitively is better than the Commanders? The Niners. Not not with that quarterback situation. No I don't know. Way. Do I don't know. So? I don't know. I really don't know. I think if Lamar Jackson was on the Commanders, they would be behind the Eagles to win the NFC. I would disagree with that because Lamar Jackson against the Niners defense, I think that would be a really tough matchup. Who bust them wide open? Yeah. Well, you got to throw for it. Mm -hmm. He can. Yeah. We'll see. You'll see. Uh, number five is the Colts. <laughs> I think the Colts would be very like really intriguing with uh, Shane Steichen. And they got they got Jonathan Taylor. They got uh, Michael Pittman, who I think the world of. 
Um, and I like the kid Alec Pierce, their, their wide receiver, little shifty, white little dude. He just gets open. I like those kind of players because they just move the fucking chains. I talk about it all the time. If if you can throw a guy like that open and you can move the chains, he tells me everything I need to know about a quarterback right there. Here's the only issue I have with that. I like Alec Pierce, but the Colts still have a bottom five wide receiver group. They still need one more piece. They still need one more piece. They need another guy. Pittman's not a one. Pittman's an excellent two. Pittman's not a one. And that's okay because Pittman's a really, really good wide receiver. I think he's a two, but yeah. He's a good wide receiver. But I would need something else. Then I believe Alec Pierce could thrive. Because like you're saying, he could take on – like imagine if they had Devontae or they had D-Hop. He could take on the uh, – what's the dude's name in Oakland that we like? Renfro. Renfro. He could take on the Henfro ro- uh, role, the the Wes Welkers, the Danny Amendola. Yeah. I think he could really do that. I think he would be great at it. But they need they need to get deeper at that. All right. But so yeah, those are my five destinations. Um, any any other team that you want to mention or uh, on top of your head that you could think of? No, I went off the top. Well, for the five that I gave, I gave, I tried to go away from all the teams that have been mentioned because I don't, there's no movement. So I'm just thinking of other teams that could get into the flow. All right. So to end the conversation of Lamar Jackson, this is the last, if you had to predict where he's going to go, where is he going? Colts. Colts. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's playing next year. For real? I don't think he's playing, bro. I don't think he's playing. That's I, wild, bro. I don't, now, think, I don't think he's going to sit out, bro. Ruin his career. I don't his career because if he plays, he's not playing with the Ravens. Where's he going to go? Who's trading him? Who's trading for him? Who who is doing that? It's a Colts, bro. If they don't do it, who's next? What other teams? Remember when when Lamar Jackson the the, the free agency kicked off, and we had a bunch of teams saying they were not interested in Lamar Jackson. I know, but you I think around, it's deeper than that. Well, you know who's a team the that knows? What about the Texans? No. I know they're going for Bryce Young, but but why not? Texans? Why not? Well, no, they just traded Brandon Cook. Yeah. So they're in a full rebuild mode. But they're, I'm just saying. But yeah, I don't I don't I don't know if he's gonna play, man. I gotta be honest with you. The way things look right now with him is very murky. The water's murky. <laughs> I agree. It is. The water is very It's confusing murky, because the information is so spotty and nobody has, nobody really knows. And he's not going to sign the tender because if he signs the tender and he doesn't show up for the, for, for the volunteer, for the, for the workouts, he's getting fucking fine for that. So he's not going to sign shit yeah. until he is secured in his contract. And I don't see right now any avenue of anything moving. It looks like to me, teams are moving in different directions gearing up for the draft and trying to fill the rest of their roster with the remaining cap space. I think some team will get him after the draft. That's just what I believe. That He's too be. good and too talented. And what happens if no team gets him during yeah. draft night? I don't know. I have no idea. Do the Ravens say, oh, well, guess what? I guess we have to pay him because nobody wants him. They're not going to do Maybe, that. but I don't think there's bad blood there, to be honest. I think there's bad blood, too. From so, both sides. Yeah. I don't think he's playing. <laughs> Weirdly, right now. We'll see. We'll see. Lockout. Eagles lose CJGJ to the Lions. He thinks the Lions are a little bit more talented than the Eagles, which is complete cat. Uh, what do you think about this? Do you think this hurts the Eagles? Because I don't. No, absolutely. It hurts the Eagles. I mean, it definitely makes their defense a lot weaker in the back end and the secondary. Um, you only have Reed, Reed Blankenship. He's, he's, he's good. He can but hit. 
He's good, but you need you need a safety opposite of him because uh, well, we could bring back Jalen Mills. We can go get Bayard from uh, Tennessee. Yeah, but they don't have the same impact because CJ GJ he 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 was a hitter. He was a hitter. He you you knew he like his, you his presence was felt. I agree. He made his presence felt in the second. He was a so, Yes, I definitely think it's going to be a a big loss for him in terms of the secondary. But overall, I I don't think it hinders the Eagles to not go back to the Super Bowl. I, no, I not at like, all. I move like that, but you got Bradbury, you got Slay, Jordan Davis is going to step up. N'Kobe Dean, I think, is going to be a breakout star. Um, I mean, look, dude, Gardner Johnson. Yeah, I give the man credit. He came over here as a corner, converted to a safety. You know, he he tied the league in uh, interceptions. I mean, that something that's, is weird. Player. Why wouldn't the Eagles match that? I'll tell you why. Well, he's an idiot. Gardner well, Johnson he overvalued himself. This is what happened. This is exactly what happened. Talk to me, theories. Gardner Johnson, the Eagles offered CJ Gardner Johnson a three-year contract. It wasn't what he was looking for, but it was it was a three-year deal. Apparently, it was backloaded. So he was getting it, it, he was getting five or he was getting six million in the first two years, 17 million in, in the third year. But he declined it because he's like, I'm not going to see this third year, which he has a point to say that. But so what happened was he declined the Eagles offer. The Eagles said, well, we can't wait any longer because we have our own free agents. He tested the market like he wanted to do, and it, his market was dry. So the Eagles had to go a different direction because the, the, the clock was ticking. So they signed Brandon Graham. They signed Fletcher Cox. They signed Bradbury. They signed Slay. They did all the other, they did other moves while he was still looking for his market. By the time that he came back, the Eagles said, so – when he got his contract from Detroit, Gardner Johnson, he came back to the Eagles, and the Eagles said, "No, nah, we're good. We're not going to match this," because that's see, the Eagles have changed the fucking game. They have changed the fucking game because now it's going to make players think about the contracts before they decline the fucking contract. Because you don't know your market until you until you, you test it he out. He really overvalued and himself. He though. fucked himself up because. He could have got paid with the Eagles. He could have been. He could have negotiated something yeah. better than that. I mean, I don't think the Eagles were willing to just say, "Here, here's one contract and, and bounce." I'm sure it is. There could have been more negotiations, but you fuck yourself when you decline an offer because now you want you want to come back and we say, "Hey, man, we made other moves. We don't have the cash flow. We're not gonna. We're not gonna match. We're gonna let you just. We're gonna, we're gonna let you walk." That's where you fuck yourself. The Eagles yeah. changed the game in free agency. I, 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 yo, hats off to them, bro. Yeah, yeah. they, uh, but look, dead here's ass. the thing. Yo, they yo, got, yo, yo, yo. hit the round of applause yeah. for the Eagles, dog. <laughs> dead ass. They really fucking changed the game, dog. I, like I said, it's just confusing because they didn't even, yo, great shit, Howie. Great shit. That's the way you play fucking hard. Howie because learned. now this is a business. You're not running our shit. You're not going to hold me captive of my team. Fuck you. You want to test the market? Cool. Well, We'll we'll fix our team up, and we, if you want to come back and you have an offer and we can't match it, peace the fuck out. Well, I think the comment too that he made with the Lions being talented, I just think that it's bitter because he didn't want to leave the Eagles. But I think it, the point was is that he overvalued himself. The market wasn't what it was, and then he got butt hurt and he left. That's exactly what I think happened. Well, what happened is exactly what I just said in terms of the contract. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I just think that played yeah. into it, and then he goes to Detroit. Like obviously, Detroit's not better than the Eagles. I think Detroit's going to be good next year. I don't think he was butt hurt. But I, I, I think it makes him look butt hurt because he went to the Lions. But well, the, the reason, comment I'm saying. It, yeah, but in, of course, because he's trying to cover his ass, bro. He doesn't want to mm -hmm. say, "Oh yeah, the Eagles declined my offer when I came back because yes. I I declined their offer earlier, and the Eagles used all their cap space on other moves. I came back at at, at, at a later date, and it wasn't it wasn't the same contract." So they moved on. 
That's that's business. They signed the two biggest ones, though. That is fucking they have business. The Bradbury and Slay. Change the game, bro. You, you know how many players hold these teams captive because of shit like this, because uh-huh. of the contracts, and, 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 and doesn't allow them to make other moves because they want this player to stay so bad. The Eagles say, you know what? We love you. We want to keep you. But you know what? We have other moves that we need to do. Your time is ticking, and, and your time was up. So you know what? Yeah. Shout out to the Eagles. I thought that was yeah. brilliant. All right, Cowboys get Brandon Cooks for a fifth-round pick. Do you like it or love it, and do you think it moves the needle for them next year? Because I'm torn on this entire thing, to be honest. Um, I love it. I, I think it's a great move by getting Brandon Cooks. I got to be honest with you, though, but this wasn't the Cowboys' best move. The Cowboys' best move was getting Stephon Gilmore. I feel like Brandon Cooks was just more of an icing on top because you're getting two veterans who've played in Super Bowls, who've been there, who have experience, have been productive players, have been Pro Bowls to to the NFL, and now you're bringing that into a locker room that that, that desperately needs the veteran leadership. Um, I, I I think the Cowboys hit a home run with these with these trades. They went bargain bin. I know and yeah. I, it's smart, man. They gave up nothing for Gilmore and and Cooks. They, they went to the dollar boxes. Yep, bargain bins. I, I just I respect fe- it. I just feel like, look, I think it's a great move and I love it for them. But I think that a lot of Cooks' success will be relying on how Gallup comes back. Like if Gallup comes back and he's as bad as he was, like Gallup wasn't anything special last year. I think Gallup needs to come back and play well for Cooks to thrive. I really do. See, I I, I disagree because Brandon Cooks, the last I don't know, since, he's been all right. I know since since the Patriot year, that since, since he since he was with New England, he's been the number one everywhere he's been, even with the Rams. That's true. And then the Texans. The now Texans. he's not going to be a number one. He's he's going to be a lot more open and, and yeah. effective, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I, I love I love this move for them. They get they you know the Cowboys get speed. They got CD Lamb. They have Gallup. They're gonna have Pollard. They're not gonna have the confusion of the running backs anymore. And they, they got they, Rojo. Yeah. So I, Mark was I, hype. Ah, uh, Rojo, really? Yeah, Mark was hype. Uh, he, he's off. Well, he I also play. think that too. I don't think that people understand how big of a loss Kellen Moore is and how different the offense is gonna look. Because remember, Mike McCarthy said it himself. He doesn't want to score forty points a game. He wants to run the ball and keep his defense fresh. That that's coming from Mike McCarthy. I didn't say that. I didn't speculate it. I'm not a Dallas hater. Mike McCarthy said that. Why can't you do that running? Why can't you do that doing his recipe? <laughs> I don't want to score 40 points a game and lead the offense in 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 uh yards and points. Yeah, but I want to run the ball. Why can't you do that? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Mike McCarthy's calling plays. We'll see how that works out. But it's look, it's a home run signing for Dallas because Brandon Cooks can still play. I agree. But uh, I love your point about how he's been the one and now he gets to go. But who do you think's the two between him and Gallup? Do you think Gallup goes to the slot? Um, I would say yes, because I think Brandon Cook is more of a burner. I don't see him as and if Brandon, receiver. Brandon Cook is concussion. He can play on the outside. He's had, yeah, but he's playing on the outside. Yeah, and Gallup's a more big body. I think he can go across the middle a lot more. So I would say yeah. Gallup would be the slot. That's what I think, too. But you're also, and like I said, you, Gallup got his money. CD's going to be getting his money soon. Like you said, losing Zeke. I, I don't. Think, I think a sleeper loss for the Dallas is Dalton Schultz. A hundred percent going yeah. to the Texans. Yeah, I think it's a sleeper. So do I. That's a big loss. I mean, they have uh, Ferguson. He's looked all right. Jake He's Ferguson. All right, but I, I like Schultz. I Dalton think, Schultz is good. I thought he played really, really well. Yeah, Dalton I really, Schultz I really did. I, I thought he played really well. I thought he was Dak's security blanket for for Dak. For yeah, Dak loves him. He always. I know. I know. I was surprised to let him go. I know. All right, we're going on the NBA talk now. Psychotic and iconic. Grizzlies and the Warriors. 
Yeah. I love this. Th- I love this. It's dude. fun. I love these things. Do you think they're a rivalry? Absolutely. So do I. And it's not because of, I see, I, like, when people say rivalry, it's like, oh, well, they have four championships and Memphis never won anything. Corny. No. A rivalry is two motherfuckers that don't fuck with each other. They hate each other. They want to tear your head off every time they see each other. That's all rivalry. Yep. And that's how these games are played. And the energy is always up. I love it. This is what basketball is missing. They're missing that 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 intensity. Not these fucking jersey swaps, smiling for the cameras, dapping up for the Instagram shit. I like. I mean, I don't mind that. I do mind that because if I'm losing a fucking basketball game and I just lost, I don't want you to be like, "Yo, bro, can I have your jersey? Get the fuck out of my face." But when you pod and you actually make sense, I want you to take your shirt off and give it to me. I want to hang it in my room. It's fucking crazy. (laughs) We could do it. We could do a t-shirt swap. Theory's worn. And mine's goatee worn. <laughs> so, no, I think they're a rivalry, too. Um, I can't stand the whole, this is what Clay Thompson does and counts his rings every five seconds. No, I love that. That's why I can't stand but Clay that's Thompson. Part, that, no, but that's part of this shit talk, dude. I Imagine get it. I get us it. being at the, at, at the park and you beat my team four times. Regular. And I'm sitting here talking shit to you and you go like this. I got four like, rings. Yeah, like you, like that, that's like shit talking. It's though. just clay. It, for it me, looks bro. corny because he's a grown man. Yeah, it looks it, the optical of it looks like it's corny because I, he's a he's a grown adult doing this. But it's a kid's it's game. It's a kid's game. That's what people fail to. I miss. just I love it because it's finally like when they get on there, like I feel like they actually are playing so intense and so hard, and they really want to win. Now I know they all do, but it's just like there's that extra gear when those two teams play. I love and it, and they've eliminated each other the last two years in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I want to see him. I want to see him go back. Oh my go god! At it again. I know. I know. Let's go at it. I, I love that saying. And <laughs> and John Morant comes back tomorrow. He's healed. Totally healed. He's back tomorrow. Well, he's god. cured. He learned how to deal with his stress in 37 hours. God works miracles, brother. He does. He does. He does. We will see. All right, moving on to the Sixers. Winners eight of their last nine. They should have won last night, but nobody showed up besides Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid's now the betting favorite to win MVP, as he should be. Yeah. All he has to do is not fall off, and he wins the MVP over the next eleven ga- or ten games. Um, I think he will win it. Obviously, I think you do too. Yeah. Who do you think that Sixers should fear the most in the East if they were in the conference finals? Wow, the Bucks. The Bucks. Giannis. Giannis. We're different again. I think Giannis is the best player in the league. Cap. I mean, no, not Cap. No, he is. I think Giannis is the best. Head and shoulders. Head so, and shoulders. Yeah, I would say the Bucks. They're they're tough, man. They got a they got a they got a deep team. I, I really like them. I think it's the the Celtics still, and the Celtics been real in a little bit. Oh, no, they'll beat us in the second round. And that's my point, dude. That's my point. Well, you, said, you said the Eastern Conference no, Finals. I know. So I know. If we get to that point, then, yeah. I think we match up better with the Bucks than the Celtics. But for whatever reason, I don't know why the Sixers cannot beat the Celtics. Like I don't even have confidence that we could get to a game seven with them because they always they just they just find ways to win. I mean, it's a struggle to beat the Bucks too. I understand us. that, but it's not like I wouldn't be. It's just I don't know. When we play the Bucks and we lose, I'm like, all right, they got the best player. It is what it is. But when we lose to the Celtics, I'm like, we should be able to beat this team. Why can't we beat this team? Because I always feel like we're up by ten or twelve points in the third quarter, and then I go to the bathroom and I come back and we're losing by seven. Like, do you feel that way with the Celtics that they just have our number? I just never have confidence when we play the Celtics. <laughs> I, 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 always, I always feel like we're going to lose. If we match up with no, them in the no second round, I'm going to pull my hair no, out. No, 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 seriously. No, it's a fucking great idea. Every time the Sixers play the Celtics, I'm going to bet the Celtics. 
Oh, yeah, dude. Because I know they're going to lose. You're the ultimate dink. And then the Sixers are going to win. I'm the ultimate And dink, you so. should bet Tatum, Jalen Brown, and all them to have like over 25 oh, yeah. points because you know they're going to have under. Oh, yeah. You know they're going to flop. That's a good theory. Yeah, I'm going to do that. That's it. Yeah. I'll Mr. One Leg. I'll lose bread in the process, but at least the process moves it. on. It's worth it. <laughs> Trust your process. <laughs> Trust your system. All right. So what do you think about – let's go to the Suns now. What do you think a ring would do for Kevin Durant's legacy? Uh, do you man. think it would enhance it? Do you think it, would, it wouldn't do much? Because I think if he were to win, look, anytime you win a ring, it's going to enhance your turn. Your, oh, I'm sorry, no. you're wrong. <laughs> <I'm just> <laughs> no, I, I thought he asked me. Did he ask me? Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm Please sorry. Go. No, Please go. Please go. No, no. I, so I was going to say that I think if he won the title with the Suns. I think it would make everything with his legacy, all the questions, be put to rest forever. Because I feel like it would be his first valid ring where there was no questions. Because the Suns can't win the championship without him. I agree. So, And it would be their first title. Look, dude, anytime you win a ring, it, it always is going to enhance your legacy, no matter what. I don't care what it is. It could be a bubble ring. It could be whatever. But So you're taking shots now. I didn't take shots. Okay. Because I'm not one of those guys that believes the, the bubble ring was fake. You won, you won a title. Period. It doesn't matter. You were the last team standing. That's what. That's what counts, right? That's what counts. Like, look. Like, <laughs> what, you, what? You thought I was the opposite? You thought, yeah. you, you thought I was shitting. Absolutely. I never shit on it though. All right. Roll tapes. I've never. You shit haven't. On you have. You've. You've come to your senses. I've never shitted on that on that ring because I. I believe if you're the last team standing, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But Kevin Durant wise, yes, it would matter a lot in terms of where he's out in the all time mm -hmm. list. I don't really think it moves the needle that much, bro. See, I really do, dude. I don't. I don't. I think I think Kevin Durant is cemented. I think he's respected. I I, I really do. I, I he's think respected Kevin, amongst the peers now, but he's not respected amongst like the older the older heads. I, I disagree with that. They're always ripping him. Shaq, Charles Barkley, they always they do him. it for TV, but deep down they respect his game. They know what he brings to the table. Everybody they knows know Kevin, Kevin Durant's Durant. a great player. That's that's what I'm saying. And, and and if he won if he won a ring with the Suns, I don't think it's going to change them ripping him or not. See, for me, if he wins a if he wins a championship with the Suns, I think he goes into that legendary status. I think he's already a legend. I don't think he's a legend yet. I think he's a legend, bro. I don't yet. I do. I gotta see him do it without Golden. Easy State. money sniper. I just have to. He is. He's great. But I just don't see him as a legend yet. I need him to win with the Suns. Well, actually, no, I don't because I want the Lakers to win, or I mean the Sixers or the Lakers. But it's going to be tough for him because when he comes back from this injury, because he's been gone for a little while and he's with a new team. So that's going to be the, like the camaraderie with the team. If he wins different. this championship, it'll be an impressive feat. Yeah. Coming from Brooklyn, you, you tore your, you hurt your MCL. You come here, you twist your ankle during warmups. You go out for the last three weeks of the season. You come back and win a championship. I got to be honest with you. I, I think the season's going to end very, very poorly for the Suns. Really? I do. I do. Yeah, see, I'm the opposite. I, I know do. they're top-heavy and they don't have a lot of depth, but with I do. you have Durant and Booker who can score kind of at will. I think they're second-round uh, exits. Well, I mean, it depends on who they match up with. First round, I mean, I'm them not and the Warriors would be a great series. The first round, I'm not opposed to them losing either. I, look, I, when I watch the Suns, they they're good. They're just not. They're not what they were not last them. year. Well, no, there's a, they're broken. Ago. CP has fallen. Yeah. DeAndre Ayton, exactly. you don't know what you're getting. He's he's if he's up. You don't down. know, and I love the I I'm a big fan of DeAndre Ayton. I really am. I think he's a really good player. It's just he's not consistent enough. He's not Aisha enough. So wait, you're a big fan of him, but you hate Devin Booker. Yeah. See, that's the shit I don't understand. Bro. Why? Because you love DeAndre Ayton, but yet you fucking hate humble. 
humble because DeAndre Ayton isn't walking around sticking his chest out acting like he's him. Well, if I score 46 points in the game, yes, I would probably stick my chest out too. Bro, anybody could do it. Donovan Mitchell just put up 71. 46 is very impressive. Still. It is. Well, I mean, bro, Julius Randle just had 57. You think Julius Randle or Devin Booker? Who's better? Devin Booker. I think so, too. But he just put up 57 a lot in the of, garden, family. You'd be surprised by it. I, I think I think we would we would be surprised about who would take Julius Randle over Devin Booker. Uh because I'm yo, it's hard because Julius Randle's actually Julius Rand, yo, he's, he's kind of really underrated, good, to be he's honest. Super underrated. He kind of is underrated when you look at it because the Knicks, he kind of made the Knicks relevant Absolutely. to a degree. He's now Jalen Brunson, I mean, he he brought him to the playoffs two years ago, but Jalen Brunson obviously took them up a notch. RJ Barrett got a little bit better. And uh, but Julius Randle's been playing awesome. Julius Randle is actually pretty fucking good. Yeah. He really is. I forget who he's playing. He was playing um well, he was playing in some team a couple weeks ago. I think it might have been in the Thunder. And he had like 17 points in the first quarter or something like that. Dude, this dude he was can go fire, off. bro. I know. Julian Randle, Julius Randle is an underrated player. Um, that's interesting about that Booker comment you made. I'm trying to think. What, D Book and Julius Randle? Yeah, because I'm not, you know, I'm not a huge I'm not Booker fan. I'm like to take it in Julius Randle. But Julius Randle can do a little bit more. Devin Booker is just a scorer. And he's awesome at it. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I'm not taking anything away from him. He's great. Super out. Dude, he's 28 points. He's averaging. I just eight. think he's sweet. In, in terms of what? Like, in terms of not being a gangster and fucking. No, no, fucking, no. I just don't think Devin Booker has that dog in him. And I don't think Devin Booker can lead a franchise. See, I, I disagree. Well, I don't think. I know Devin Booker. I disagree can. about not having the dog in him. I, I think you can see the passion when he plays, when he gets amped up. Like, that's, yeah, but that's Luka, somebody. Luca punked him. What do you mean he punked him? I thought he's gotten his face back. Family. I'm talking about in the game. Luca dogged him last year. Well, Luca's also a, a generational talent. Fair, but that's, I'm just saying that's, that's not a knock to say. Well, the way Dev people, Luka's the way some people talk around. about Devin Booker, you would think he's a generational talent. Too. That's what you're, you're talking about, me. No, 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 no. You don't. You don't think he's a generational talent. I, you, I don't. You, I, I love. I Devin think Booker. you overrate him. But ah, come on, bro. Overrate him is crazy. Why? He's really good. He's but people good. act like he's a franchise changer. I don't think. Do you think he's a franchise changer? That don't answer my question whether or not I think you overrate him. If you uh, think he's a franchise changer, then yes, I think you overrate him. Yeah, you I, I do because so then yeah, I think anyone who thinks Devin Booker is a franchise changer is 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 overrating him. Well, here's why: you take him off the Suns right now. The Suns aren't even sniffing the playoffs, bro. They're I, not. They're no shot. Yeah, because they don't because he's they their only score. He's their only score. But if you took him off when Michael Bridges and Cam Thomas were there, no, I still think they're. They may they may drop a few, but they're relatively hovering five hundred. They'll be in, back in because not playoffs. for nothing. The way Michael Thompson, I mean, um, Mikel Bridges has been playing. Awesome. I mean, in Brooklyn, yeah, yeah, he's awesome. He looks like a one. He's awesome. Um, yeah, he he upped his game, but he he kind of came back down to earth a little bit. Yeah, but which is natural. But, but hey, not for games. nothing. The Nets are still fighting in there. I think they're the sixth seed right now. They're ahead of Miami. The Nets, yeah, I think they're the sixth seed uh, right now. Let's check. The Nets are. Let's see where we're at. This is a podcast. I don't give a fuck about time. So let's see. 39. They're 39 and 30. Yeah, they're 60. So 39 and 32. That's pretty good, bro. Six, 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 six. Oh, six seed is crazy, dude. They, I, that's bro, right. They traded Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. And kind of got better. And got, <laughs> they're the six seed. Sincerely. That's why I told you, bro. Kevin Durant, man. could She should have stayed. Yeah, could have. So, all right. Man, the East is really tight. So is the West. That. But, all right, back to load management. 
Damian Lillard uh, potentially shutting it down for the rest of the season because they're out of contention. You like it or love it? Uh, well, I hate it because if this is okay, I should say you like it or hate it. If this behavior is okay, then we can't complain about load management. Just that would be load management. Well, no, he's going to be shutting it down. Yeah, load management because they're just saying, I guess, like for injury risk. I, I, well, I mean, load management to me is is telling me that you just need your body needs a rest. You don't need a rest for like fucking six months, bro. Like <laughs> you just don't. You, your next game's in October, seven months. October. Yeah. Right, that's when the season starts. The back end of October, October, right? Yeah, October. See, October. That's what. It, so, that's the episode. So, October. If if that's okay, then the load management thing is never going to be solved. Yep, it's never going to be solved. If the Blazers shut him down, I, dude, I'm like going to be getting to the point where I don't even want to watch the league anymore because I don't want to support them because it's 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 like absolutely ridiculous at this point. Yeah. All right, we're out of playoff contention, so you know what? I'm just not going to play the rest of the year. So when a team stinks. And they're 20 and 40. Can you just sit out the next, you know what I'm saying? Can you just sit out the rest of the year and just say, you know what? We're out of contention. That's the point. So you're telling me, so like when we, when we talked about it last week, you were saying, okay, I'm going to dock your pay for every game. If you could sit out the next 10 games, you don't get paid for one of those games. No, I guarantee you he plays. Well, absolutely. That's, that's how you fix it. But again, when we talked about this, we said the NBA GMs, they invest in these players. If the GM is okay saying, all right, we're out of contention, I, it's not worth to risk the injury and possibly hurt your Achilles like Durant did and lost a whole year. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Are they going to refund all the tickets to the stand, the fans? All the people that bought the tickets, all the season ticket holders, are they going to refund them and just let them play in an empty arena? It's a great point. Because if, if they're not... Look, bro, I, I'm if, on your side. No, no, I know, I, I know. Like, if, they're not, just... if they're not, if they're not, then, um, whatchamacallit, if they're not going to refund them, then I don't know what to tell you. He shouldn't play. Then he should play. But if he's going to sit out, they should all get refunded. You're protecting your investment. I'm protecting my. I'm protecting my my bank account. I agree with you. I agree with that. But I, I just a lot of people are just basketball fans. So that that premise yeah. of what you're saying isn't really going to. Bro, I went to Sixers much. games and watched Jakar Sampson and Tony and Tony Roten. Yeah, so did I. And and who was the other guy? McDaniel. I watched Ish Smith. Ish Smith is wild. And Alexi Shved. I watched these guys, man. I watched them yeah. win 10 games. Yeah. That I, was painful. Yeah, we did, dude. So, but yeah, those are some dark days. All right, last one before we get out of here. Mario Chalmers goes on the neighborhood podcast and says that no one in the NBA fears LeBron. Wow. Um oh, this is so are embarrassing. You asking me how I feel about it? Yeah. Because I'm so over this topic. I'm really over this 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 question. Because it's corny and it holds no way. It's so stupid. Well, look, if nobody fears LeBron, then why do they care where he goes? Thank you. That's a great point. Thank you. Right? I'm so proud. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so. I really am proud of you. That's right? amazing. Thank you. Right? That's how I see it. I, I, I just, uh, I'm going to end it like that because what else do you want me to say on this? Like, this is ridiculous. A guy that averaged nine points a game. They're saying, oh, yeah, people fear MJ. Man, like, look, bro, they were different cats, too, though. Like, the NBA now is a lot lot more skillful. 100%. It's and not even close. If LeBron James never goes to the Heat, Mario Chalmers is is irrelevant. Like, it's it's Mario fucking Chalmers. He's he helped, averaged though. nine points. He helped him. Nicky averaged nine points. He was. I actually like Mario some, Chalmers. He, until, blood shots for him, he wasn't scared of the moment. He wasn't. But after, after those comments, can't rock with him no more. Why? 
because it's so disrespectful for a guy that did so much for three different organizations and did so much for him in basketball terms. I mean, what are you talking about in terms of fear? Like, I don't understand it. So when 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 Frank Vogel was on the Pacers and said when they couldn't beat the Heat and they're saying, oh, we're playing the Michael Jordan of our era. We're playing this, that. I Like, I don't understand it. What do you mean they don't fear him? Brad Stevens with the Celtics. I mean, LeBron James didn't lose a first-round series until until last year when they lost to the Suns or the year before when they when the Suns eliminated him. Mm-hmm. That was the first time he ever lost a first-round series. He went to eight straight finals, nine in 10 years. What do you mean you don't fear him? Would you rather be loved or feared? I would prefer love, but most people say fear because fear lasts longer than love, but I would prefer fear because I'm not somebody that likes to operate off of fear. Just be a normal human being. Yeah. You don't need to be scared of me. I don't need to be scared of you. Why can't you just like just be a normal fucking human? Yeah, we can all love each other. Yes, bro. The, yeah. Like the world, I would operate better if everybody just actually cared about one another. Yeah, I agree. If with that. people genuinely cared about one another, the world would be a, a it would be a much better place. And ter- instead of going on like Facebook and you go on Gloucester Township Talk and you see thirty, you see ten people that are forty five years old screaming at each other on 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 a Facebook comment. It's just everybody, like, people operate and love to just, like, get off on being ignorant and mean as shit to people. And it's like, you don't have to do that. You could be a nice guy and still get what you want. Sometimes, I agree, you have to you have to bully your way and do things like that because not you don't – being nice doesn't always get you to the destination. Like, sometimes you have to be pushy, but – Well, Gary Vee would definitely disagree with that. Well, absolutely, because he, he would believes say, in empathy. He would say, yeah, yeah. Empathy. Kindness, kindness is the key. It is, to to a degree. It is kindness. I, like, look, you can you can be kind to everybody, but there are times that you have to handle things and you have to be assertive and be dominant. And I understand that, but it's a fine line. You don't you always got to know that, though. You got to know that, but you got to read the room. You got it's 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 like, yeah. So what you're saying is that's a strategic feeling. Yeah, because you can be assertive and still be kind. It's just in that moment you need to get something done, and it's like, okay, I have to handle my business. It's not a time to just be worrying about that. I got it, man. No, I think the the comments by Mario Jammers are crazy. Um, He's wild, disrespectful. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, Le- LeBron's the best so. ever. Yeah. All right, guys, that concludes episode one forty nine. Thank you to everybody that was hanging out with us. Theories, send us off. Oh man, we was potting, we was potting, we was fucking potting. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys next week at P&I, baby.